kick it off, of course, with the Colts. They kick off at nine. It's Towns and Mullawar. This will be a cracking game. Mullawar, they've had to go the hard way. Towns, they went straight through off the win of a really good second semi-final. And I think Towns will get the job done in this one. They're the reigning premiers. They've got plenty of options right around the field. A lot of league experience. So I think they will get the job done there. The reserves, they are at 10 past 11. It's Railways and Northampton. A grand final rematch. This will be a cracking game as well. These two played off in a second semi-final. Both teams will be very different, though, with a lot of league players dropping back into their seconds teams. And I think Railways will get the job done and go through as back-to-back reigning premiers. And at 120, it is the, the women. And Chapman Valley and Northampton will do battle again. Chapman Valley, they have been strong all season. They've been the team to beat Northampton. They're the reigning premier. They've come from the first semi against Railways. They knocked off Towns last weekend. But I think Chapman Valley will get the job done there. As we roll into the big one, it is the league game at 3.30. It's Twilight Grand Final. And it is Brigades and Rovers. And brigades, they're the reigning premiers and going as hot favourites for a reason, and that is because there is no shortage of options for Corey Foote and his coaching staff. Nearly every player on their team can be put in any position, which is a coach's dream. Their defence is suffocating because they put so much pressure on them, the likes of Sam Millett, Jesse Castleton, Clay Sippler and others. They don't give you space because they play a selfless brand of football with someone always in the space. They are prepared to take some contact for the team and stop the other side from scoring. In their last two games against Northampton and Railways, so top two teams, uh, top four teams, they have only conceded 65 points, which highlights how good their backline is. My one concern about them, though, is whether they have enough options up forward with only five goal scorers last game. So to win, they will need to have their midfield hit the scoreboard if the big guns aren't firing. For overs, they are still a very good chance tomorrow, but they will take the title of underdogs. This game really is who can stand up best defensively because both back lines are strong and both forward lines are formidable. Last weekend, their second half was exceptional. They just found an extra gear to overpower the Blues, and the Ds have some very big guns. It starts with Chris Scott. He wins the ball from them on the inside, but then he has so many options to give it to on the outside. The Simpsons, the Parfits, the Curleys, the Eagles, they can all destroy you on the outside. They break the lines of opposition defence, and no matter how good your back line is, if the kick is as good as theirs, you cannot defend it. That's the difference between Rovers and a lot of other teams, good teams, is that their skills are so good that they can penetrate the defence with no problem, and they will be very hard to stop. Again, though, my one concern is their fitness, especially on the bigger one Thaler Oval. Can they go with the Brigades team for the whole four quarters? I think they can, and I think they'll get their 11th flag. Before we go anywhere further, though, I'll just run through a couple of the results from Tuesday night. It was the JJ Clune Medal Count and Awards Night, and the JJ Clune Medalist for 2022 was Chris Scott from Rovers. Congratulations to Chris. For the reserves, the best and fairest went to Jared Steele from Northampton. Colts, Jack Campbell from Rovers. Women, Taya Palmer from Chapman Valley, and the and Rising Star Award went to three players. It was Graham Sandy and Isaac Ronan from Brigades and Rourke Drage picked it up from town. So congratulations to those guys and all other award winners from Tuesday night.